0: no ordinary cat. No more. The others expected a fabulous beast. So that is what they saw. How large it was, they said. It was no larger than the other cat, only fat from indolence. But well, the sea lord fed it from his own table. What a curious small ears, they said.
1: Its ears have been chewed away in kitten fights. And it was plainly a tomcat. Yet the sea lord said, huh. And that is what the others saw. Are you hearing? Zach, like you can serial my Pharrell any day. <laughs> oh... oh. Well, this is terrible. You can do that with every like uh, <laughs> name in the Game of Th- Thrones series, really. You can Arya my Stark. Welcome to Game of Owns, <laughs> everyone. It's Friday. We're broadcasting live from Hill Valley, many years in the future. When, uh, yeah, the Cubs win the World Series against Miami. And Mayor Goldie Hawn. <laughs> uh, Goldie, Goldie, Goldie Wilson. Wilson. Yeah, he's in there somewhere. The third.
0: <laughs> the third. Oh, man. He's here. Selena's not here today, guys. Sadly, she is still chopping wood. Riding broomsticks from the wood that she created and taking her OWL. So sadly, she left, left a letter here. She left a
1: letter here for me it? to read. Yeah, I'm going to read this. It says, Round the corner at the Cafe 80s, guy named Griff, just say no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I gotta get I'm going to start somewhere. laughing like George now. <laughs> 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 anyway, that's enough Back to the Future references. We're talking about Game of Thrones. Yeah. I don't know what week we are into the show. I doubt that many of you listening do either, unless you want to go back and count. But uh, it's Friday. It's the last day of the week. Monday and Wednesday have came. They have gone. And the three of us are here again to talk about some things in the Game of Thrones universe. More specifically, to continue the chapter-by-chapter look inside of the first book from the series, A Game of Thrones.
2: So, Ned has just been captured by Littlefinger, and his men are dead. And Cersei is in complete control, and clearly she's now on the hunt for the other Starks that are still left in the castle. And Arya's off in this chapter with her dancing master, Serio Pharrell, who you heard from at the beginning of this episode. And <laughs> she's, uh, she's training, and, and he's teaching her with every little edict and little note that... Uh, he's it's it's kind of like there's deeper meaning in everything that he says, right? It's like the beginning of One Waker. <laughs> it's like listening to Yoda. It's like if
1: Yoda, if Yoda knew how cool Yoda was, he would never shut up and he would he would sound like Cereal Pharrell. Yoda's like, have you guys noticed how I speak differently than all of you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cereal's cool. He's he's
0: basically saying forward, backward, forward, backward, and we see this awesome scene. Um, we see this awesome scene
1: actually in the show, and it pretty much happens page by page, word for word. So that's cool. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we were talking about Yoda, but there's actually a serious Obi-Wan moment, I feel, at the end of this chapter. We'll also get to that. You know, I, I just think that Serial Pharrell, what I liked about this scene was that it was it was clean, It in a way, it, and clean and not clean in a totally different way. It was already meant to be the last lesson, is what I'm trying to say, like, between Arya, who was being shipped away to Winterfell. So it was already going to be, you know, kind of her last instruction. And that's what it turned out to be, but for a different reason, which is that, um, you know they have some intruders uh and the fate of Cyril Pharrell at the time is is completely unknown yeah. um following this intrusion
2: right and and it's it starts with that great story about the cat it does yeah. about he how he became the first sword of of bravos, and it was all because he could see that the cat that the sea lord had was just a fat cat from the alley and Basically, everybody else who tried out for Serio's position was just blowing smoke up his ass.
1: Yeah, yeah, but you know what? You're—he's f- fucking lucky. Can I just say that he's—he <laughs> yes. is, he is lucky that this sea lord was not like a crazy cat lady who was like, "No, this fat cat is the most beautiful cat ever, and is like my—is like the shit. It's princess pimpy doodle gums. <laughs> I love my cat. I love my cat. You know because. Cereal Pharrell would have been like, no, it's just some cat. I see a thousand of them every night in the damn alley. Yeah. Like, you know, could have really gotten his head chopped off. Or worse, his balls chopped off. Or worse, his balls. (laughs) (laughs) You are dead now. Arya made a face. You cheated. She said hotly.
0: You said left and you went right. Just so, and now you are a dead girl. But you lied. My words lied. My eyes and my arms shouted out the truth. But you were not seeing. I was so... I watched you every second. Watching is not seeing, dead girl. The one water dancer sees. Come, put down the sword. It is time for listening now. She followed him over to the wall where he settled onto a bench. Serial Pharrell was first sword to Sea Lord of Bravos, and you are knowing how that came to pass? You were the finest swordsman in the city. Just so, but why? Other men were stronger, faster, younger. Why was Serial Pharrell the best? I will tell you now.
1: <laughs> Stay this. Be <see> my friends. <laughs> Sorry. He touched the tip of his little finger lightly to little his finger. eyelid. Ah, oh, it's foreshadowing. The uh, seeing. The true seeing. Backshadowing.
0: That is the heart of it. Hear me. The ships of Bravo sail as far as the winds blow to land and wonderful. And when they return, their captains fetch queer animals to the sea lord's menagerie. Such mouse Eris. pigs. What? <laughs> Such mouse pigs as big as cows, stinging manticores, tigers that carry their cubs in a pouch, terrible walking lizards with scythes for claws. Scyther, keep him away from pokeballs. Sirio <laughs> Borel has seen these things. On the day I'm speaking of, the first sword was newly
1: dead and the sea lord sent for me. Sirio clicked his teeth together. So anyway.
2: <laughs> so he. So you he thought was- of Scyther too, didn't you? Yeah. That's
0: Scyther!
1: What I- Scythe. Scythe.
0: You know, Scyther had no retreat cost, except Rocket Scyther, but it had a few really good moves, so you could deal with the one retreat cost. My strategy, boys, this is what I used to do. I used to use a Recycle Energy on them.
1: You're t- Dude, those cards had a point?
0: Yeah. Recycle Energy. Recycle
1: Energy? energy that- I have like a hundred of those.
0: Retreat cost, right? You throw it your Shreddle. discard pile. Comes right back.
1: You know, I never nice. played the game. I have the cards. I'm staring at the cards right now.
0: It's kind of like Game of Thrones. You win and you die. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So, Serio's basically having this long-winded, badly acted conversation with Arya Stark. <laughs> and he's giving him the backstory. And basically, what the, the purpose that this serves in the story is to... It's a great way to depart from the story that we just found out that Ned's basically being captured and everyone is dead. And it's just like a calm departure. And imagine reading this for the first time as a fan of the series thus far. You're, you know, around the three quarters of the way through Sorcerer's Stone... And then there's a calm before the storm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And and it's it's such important information, too, that he's imparting on her. And you know, he's basically telling her to utilize her senses to, to see beyond just what's on the surface. Or I guess in a way to also at times take things at face value, right? Because the cat is just what it appears to be. But I feel like other times when he's talking to her, he's asking her to look beyond what's just right there on the surface. So it's a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. It's
0: like, he's giving her parables for what's about to happen, you know, Yep. and the, the, the future that she's going to deal with on her own. Martin inserted this character is a very good piece as a, as as a teacher and as a, as a narrator, really for the reader, just to move the story along. It's really brilliant the way he's playing in this, in this book. Mm -hmm. It is. I
1: I completely agree. And at least for now, I was pleased by the end of this chapter that his fate is, as far as I know, uncertain. Right. Um, and I believe it was that way in the show as well. Although perhaps they killed him in the show. Do you remember? They didn't. Um, the basically the camera just left the room. Okay, yeah. Look right. that that's I love that because I love everything about this guy. I want to see him in the future, and I want to see him tutor Arya in the future.
2: He kills um, five people with a wooden sword.
1: <laughs> with a wooden yeah. sword. And he kicked their asses, and it was just like that in the show. But even in the book, it was it was it was exciting to read how much better armored these other guys where they had cod pieces sewn into their, you know, where the cod piece goes. What is a cod uh, piece? The le- You know, it goes over the uh, stick and and oh, balls. I really had berries. no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. Stick I and berries. had no it's idea. It's a cod <laughs> piece, man. No, but leather okay. pants and right. and just a bad helmet. Bad ass helmets. But uh, <laughs> it kicks their ass with a wooden. It breaks the guy's hand with a wooden sword. Like clearly it's a pretty thick piece of wood, but I don't know if it's oak or maple or elm, I don't know what it was. None of this matters, but I broke a knuckle on a wooden sword a few months ago. <laughs> no, no, you broke my knuckle on a on a foam sword. Oh I did. <laughs> I busted your blood vessel. I remember that. That was fucking
0: weird, man. Put a photo in the show. <laughs> yeah, that was a dangerous night. That but was he's great. such
2: a badass.
0: Oh he is. These guys walk in with their cod pieces on and their, their their greaves and their gorgets of armor and all this crazy shit. And he's, he says to him, he's like, I am a sworn brother of the king's god, the white swords. So basically he was saying, uh, step up because you're teaching her how to dance and I'm about to make you dance, bald
1: guy. He calls him baldy. <laughs> bald guy. Burn. Burn. Yeah, right? Strickled. lead. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, didn't that guy ever have hair? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway. Um, and Serial is basically he I know we talk about Ned being so good and Jamie Lannister being so good and it's unfair because we often say the best sword in Westeros or whatever. But after seeing what Serial Pharrell does and makes short work of these people, it's like Christian Bale. And equilibrium, like he's a cleric and he destroys people. If you guys haven't seen it, just watch for the fight scenes. Sierra Farrell basically just danced around and destroyed the shit out of these guys with a little, like, a little wooden sword. And he killed yeah, them. Yeah, I
1: all. mean, I just, I wonder though, when he, at the point when he disarmed the first guy, couldn't he have taken the real sword? Like, wouldn't you have? It's like the yeah, that's something thing I do. thought about. Like, Ooh. he continues laying, like, maybe just because he's a badass, he continues laying the SmackDown with the wooden sword. But there had to be at least one opportunity to actually pick up one of the dropped swords that were real swords. Because, you know, in the end and towards the end, again, the fate is uncertain. But still, there's a point where when Arya leaves the room, and it's her perspective, so we lose it. But when she leaves the room, it's right after his sword, his wooden sword, is cut in half by an actual sword. And, and, and you know, at that point, I just think, by now, Syria Forel should have picked up a real sword. Um, you know, the, the, he's made his point. By the time that the big badass guy comes over to him, he should be playing with uh, you know on more even footing, I guess.
0: I'm thinking about like playing Halo against people that I you know you figure out in the first few minutes, first few like seconds that they're not very good, and rather than picking up weapons around the map, you just kind of just hit them with your gun the whole match. It's kind of the same thing. He was like, you know, m- minus and plus life and death, you know. He uh It's he, like when you he
2: play felt with no daggers
1: way. in Golden Eye. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like he Mike, had, we're doing some serious gold nine next time you're over. Yeah. <laughs> he had no need. Like he was like, "This is enough. I got this." Yep, it's true. But it was terrifying, you know. And and here's the thing: is he's telling he he's instructing Arya the entire time. He's telling her to leave. He's 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 kind of as if it's their last lesson, which it is, you know, at least for a while. That you know, remember your remember your teachings. Remember everything I taught you and leave be quick as a bird and light as a feather tiny as a dove and (laughs) thin as lightning you know i don't know all that stuff and uh she obviously is a little girl who's scared um you know she she stays kind of until the very very last minute um luckily he you know kicked their asses you know pretty well but he's Um,
2: she is so tactical right even when they first show up she knows that her father never would have sent these men to, to come after her and to get her. Exactly. And and you see it also when she's fleeing, right? She's she looks at towards the tower of the hand and and she goes the other way because going towards the tower of the hand is what they would expect her to do. So. To me, she's she's so much more aware of her surroundings, so much more aware of what's going on than even Ned was.
1: Yeah, she is. She is very disciplined, and that we have Sirio to thank for that. Um, you know, partially at least, that he's instilled these sayings that she can remember. Um, but but also she, part of that is her because she puts them to good use. Like, sure, she's scared. She's a little girl. Okay, it's pretty freaking scary. But I think also you're right. She is very calm at, at points. She is still very tactical about where she goes. And she actually survives kind of in the first initial part of her escape. She's able to work out how it is she's supposed to travel down these corridors. At one point, she has to go through an open courtyard. At another point, she's caught by this little boy. You know, she has to do all these different things that allow her to essentially safely get away from the guys who came for
0: her. All that Cyril Pharrell had taught her went racing through her head. Swift as a deer, quiet as a shadow. Fear cuts deeper than swords, quick as a snake. Calm as still water, fear cuts deeper than swords. Strong as a bear, fierce as a wolverine. Fear cuts deeper than the swords. The man who fears losing has already lost. Fear cuts deeper than swords. Fear cuts deeper than the swords. Fear cuts deeper than the swords. The grip of her wooden sword was slick with sweat and Arya was breathing hard when she reached a turret stair. Think
1: about that for a minute. Soak it up. I was just thinking too, like, Serial Forel, did he know he was going to lose that battle? Um, you know, with a wooden sword, is that way he just he just wanted to distract them? Is that way he didn't really try and grab a real sword? But then I read his little, you know, word of wisdom, a man who fears losing has already lost. And I was thinking, nah. <laughs> he thought he was gonna yep. kick their asses. Yep, he owned them. <laughs> the Bert. entire sequence was
0: incredible. She left the chamber they were practicing in, and just as Eric was saying, you see all of these many rapid photographs sort of, like pictures in her mind of these Dangerous situations. This guy dead at the step. Oh, I have to walk like a normal person carrying all these clothes I got. You know, because yeah. she picked up some clothes that kind of look normal, and it's it's dangerous and crazy. And she comes up to the stables because she's she thinks she's going to get a, go get a horse and basically ride to Winterfell. You know, get out of this situation. And then that's when you know we we know it from the show. But basically, this kid happens upon her, and he's like, hey, what up? What are you doing? You're not going anywhere. I'm taking you to the queen because your dad's dead. And she's like, oh, no. Well, and did you guys read the bit from the book where it said that she forgot all of
1: the— all the, Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah the lessons that Serial Pharrell taught her, but only remembered the first one John did. <laughs> stuck <laughs> him part. with the pointy end. She stuck him with the pointy end. And then he— <laughs> He, he had a gasp that was kind of a feminine gasp, but it's okay because he was dying. Yes. And then, <laughs> also, he was
0: prepubescent. He was young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he but, died a much more gruesome
1: death than he did in the show. We'll say that. That was pretty bad. She stuck him in like the belly button and it came out at his shoulder blade. I don't really know how that happens. But the thing is, it said like when she, he's like, take it out. And like, she took it out and then he died. He died. Yeah, he died. Never take it out.
2: Do you think she really believed that about her father? Because she does fear it very early on when she's when she begins her escape initially that you know she sees some men dead obviously when when she looks towards the tower of the hand she knows that it's one of the the winterfell men and then she gets to the stable and she sees more of the winterfell men dead and and like one lannister and she has that thought about was it dennis was that his name maybe I, i don't remember the name but yeah she says that she has a recollection about how that one man from the north is, is worth five of the Lannisters and, and she kicks one she of kicks them. She kicks the guy who
1: told her that. Yeah, she right. says,
2: you're, you're a liar. She says,
1: clearly, like, that's not the case. Right. Because there's one Lannister man dead and, like, a ton of our guys, like, you suck. You lied. Put yourself in her situation. I don't think that she really even had
0: much time to think about it and to mourn for her father if something had gone wrong. Like, you're in a situation where it's literally life or death, like... Imagine like a zombie apocalypse and someone's chasing you. They're like, that's essentially the mindset she was in.
1: Yeah. I mean, this may be preemptive because Sansa is the next chapter, but I'm thinking, dude, if Sansa were in this situation, she'd be shitting her pants. Literally. Like she would not be able to be as uh, disciplined, as collected as this. She'd be more worried about, you know, what was sort of the proper way to go. I don't know. She, I guess she's more like Ned in that way. Like Arya does what she has to do to survive. Like Arya is not like Ned. In that in that fact, now that you think about it, um, she's just kind of able to be a, a little bit quicker. Um, yep. But maybe that is due to Sirio's tutelage
2: about, you know, not just about the metaphor. We talk about that a lot. But she realizes she can't get out. Yeah. And she's got to have to backtrack. And she keeps it cool. She says if in, in any moment, if she broke into a run, she knew that they would catch her. So she just walks about as if nothing's wrong, as if she's strolling along any other day. And yeah. she eventually makes her way back to the dragon head room and goes down a well, it sounds like.
0: I thought that was a great callback. Just like, hey, yeah, th- you know it's safe enough for people to talk about
1: schemes. Just go hide there for a little bit. That's a good point. Right. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, And, and you know, at that point, that was uh, what I meant about the Obi-Wan Kenobi kind of serial Pharrell. Luke, use the force, kind of when he's in the X-Wing going down the Death Star and Obi-Wan has disappeared into thin air, but <laughs> is still voicing in his head. Right. This is Arya and Sirio, she looks about the room because she thinks that Sirio is talking to her
2: and he's yes. nowhere in the room. Thomas Stillwater is what yeah. he says to her, quote unquote. Oh.
1: Right? Yeah. Calm, calm as still water. And she like looks up and she's like, what? looks around and he's nowhere there. And then he tells her to go to the Dagobah system and she's like, what's that? But yeah, I mean like seriously though, it was totally a moment there. And so his words are, are very actively that's, that's really the only credence that I have like to him being dead is that his spirit is like actively like talking to her. But I guess it could just be her mind, like an unconscious or subconscious part of her mind kicking herself into like a fight or flight, you know, kicking her into, into some sort of calm understanding.
2: And, she swears, aside from Sirio, that she hears voices again when she's down there, and she, she hides, but this time we don't get a, any sort of insight into who they are or what they're doing down there. And, and the other part that I really liked was she is looking at these huge, massive dragon skulls, and she said that they're no longer monsters. They were almost like her friends, and I just wondered if that has any sort of tie to something that happens later on in the series. Oh you know, looking, no! Looking at oh. the dragons as being her friends.
0: Never! Oh God! Never! I think she was just lonely and projecting. Uh
1: huh. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, what do you think Daenerys Targaryen would say to a Stark child? Because wasn't it was Baratheon who claimed the throne?
2: Right? It's not Stark. So
1: I want my dragons.
2: I, <laughs> I, I think her and Arya would get along pretty well. To be honest with you. Something uh. like that. I don't know.
1: But, you know, the the bit of this that I was not expecting at all is when Arya is down there and she compares it to the experience that she had in Winterfell, um, in the crypts of Winterfell. Oh, yeah. This was totally crazy. Like, Jon Snow covered in flour.
2: <laughs> you like that? Well, <laughs> I bet some into- of our listeners would enjoy that. Ladies. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, ladies, hey. He's Jon Snow. He's covered in flour and he's... He's in a grave, I Come guess. Come over here, girlfriend. Let's let's bake some cookies. Rob Rob Stark. This <laughs> yeah. is Baby Braun, Arya, and Sansa was it, who went down and Rob was like they walked all the way through the crypts of Winterfell, past their Liana and it's like to their own graves, and then Jon Snow in Flower came out asking for blood and may scared I, them.
0: May I have your blood? May I have your blood <laughs> <laughs> everyone uh, ran away. Except so, Arya. She just walked up and punched him. Arya <laughs> kicked him, yeah. yeah. And
2: Bran, who was like attached to Rob's leg, right? Right. It um, was funny, though. John was Ghost, and he named his, his direwolf <laughs> Ghost. Direwolf ghost.
0: ghost. Oh, my God. There was so much foreshadowing. <laughs> it was but foreshadowing
2: think, in, the, in the flashback. I think it was just <laughs> that that was a very settling moment for Arya. You know, she's yeah. very scared right now, but she, she draws on that memory to kind of settle herself down and allow herself to plunge into the darkness ahead.
0: She thought about her family, and that was very heartwarming yeah. for her. She was in the cold, exactly. dragon-like chamber, and, you know, I think that's something that most people would do if they were in that situation.
1: Yeah, there's there's two references to Jon Snow, though, of course, this memory, and then the sticking with the, the pointy end thing. I really hope that they get to see each other again.
0: I really love this chapter. Um, Just sort of in closing, talking about it, like— The entire sequence, I can't stress enough that you guys should definitely read this if you're just listening just because it's interesting and you only watch the show. Chapters like this are, I don't want to say are why books are written because that's kind of an overgeneralizing comment. But I really, 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 really enjoyed... It was something like Brian's Winter or Hatchet where there was almost no dialogue and it was just her and her surroundings. And it was so beautifully done because there was very little dialogue apart from
1: the whole serial incident. So... Check it out; um, it's very well done. Uh, very much so. So, owns guys? Hmm. Hmm. Besides Zach's impression of Syrah for all, which is our own among ourselves own. <laughs> oh. I think that deserves that deserves an Emmy. You know, Zach? <laughs> did you know that when you joined this <laughs> podcast, you would uh, you win an receive, Emmy, like, a, a oh. daytime listening award? Well, shit.
0: Yeah. I don't know what to say. Uh, first off, I'd like to thank my mom. She always told me never give up.
1: And that I look stupid in that. So thanks, mom, for that. You look <laughs> stupid in it. Whatever you say, you have to. Your 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 acceptance speech has to be in Sirio's voice. Oh well, yep. then forget it. I'm, yeah. I can't do it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to attribute my own to
0: Sirio Pharrell because he destroyed those guys. I almost gave it to Arya for stabbing the kid. Yeah, um, who was a kid like her, but instead. I'm going to give it to Sirio because he dominated a handful of grown men and sort of giggled the whole time he was doing it.
2: Mine's also uh, for Sirio, and it ties into one of the passages we read earlier. And he says, My words lied. My eyes and my arms shouted out the truth, but you are not seeing. I was so, Arya said. I watched you every second. And then he said, Watching is not seeing, dead girl. The water dancer sees. Come put down the sword. It is time for listening now. And for those people... Who have you know, read on in the series? That passage in particular, watching is not seeing. It's it's a strong tie to Arya because of, of events that transpire with her uh, later on in the series. So hmm. it's, mm. it's interesting that there there's a lot of talk about watching and seeing. But I'll leave it at that.
1: Did she get her eyes cut out or something? <laughs> <laughs>
2: What do you think it, this is a George R, R. Martin book? Oh. <laughs> oh. Wait, it is. It is.
1: Um yes, yeah, some guy in the last chapter got his eye poked out. Um true. who needs No, arms? really. I'm going to I'm going to break with the monotony here. I I you all, yeah, I, you guys have heard my praise for Serial, Um and I was going to give an own to in this week until I saw Needle. Um and what Needle did in this chapter, you know, killed the boy. Obviously, that's actually tragic that that Arya should have to kill somebody so young. But the fact that Needle, the sword was sitting in the bottom of a trunk, you know, for so long, ever since she basically got here. The trunk had been dropped. Needle is still there somewhere. Arya reaches for it, grabs it, and it's still as sharp as the day it was forged. Ooh. Yeah. That's So Needle, I think, has the own uh, this week for me. If you like to tell us the owns that you
0: have in your mind, perhaps Ooh. you'd like to tweet them at us, or perhaps you'd like to shoot an email our way, or perhaps you're like Gordon Walsh. Who wrote to us on Facebook and said, May my sister receive the blessings of the seven smiley, a She bought me the book for my B day, so now I can actually read along with you. Not having your own money to buy stuff that matters sucks. Frankly, I think the only own that needs saying is Cersei's owning of Ned's mind bogglingly low IQ. The woman has been boring her brother under the king's nose for my mouse was of that. For 17 years and not one person knew. The woman has been boning her brother under the king's nose for 17 years and not one person knew. She's clearly an eagle. Eagle. She's clearly an eagle. Um, Eagles do that
2: shit all yeah, the time. Yeah, <laughs> they they yeah, bone their brothers. They do. She also beat up on the cowboys,
1: apparently.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad they lost, by the way. It's good for my division. She's clearly an evil genius with an odd taste in men. If her back was really to the wall, she and Danny would be playing beer pong over clotted mare's milk by now. But no. Ned just walks in. Utterly clueless. He clearly never had a head to begin with. Thank you, Gordon Walsh. That's a good damn saying. It is. And Laura he clearly Rochelle, never had a head to begin with. Laura Rochelle on Twitter uh, echoed
2: his uh, goodness and thought it was good, too. So good, 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 yeah. good, good, good. And uh, of course, you can rate and review <laughs> us. <laughs> uh, um.
1: So like Gordy, you can find us on Facebook. We actually are on Facebook. Uh, just search Game of Owns. That's our show name in case somehow you've missed that. Um, also, it's our web address, gameofowns.com. You can find our weekly owns on there. Actually, Daily Owns, really, uh, site is updated daily, as well as our episodes, information, everything you need to know about that there. Uh, you can contact us via email, if you wish, if social media is not your thang or your thong. Your the thong, 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 Or the thong song. The thong song by SysQ. You can contact us. The address is contact at gameofowns.com.
2: Or, of course, you can uh, rate and review us on the infamous iTunes, as Mr. Gravy did, who said each episode gives you a great in-depth conversation and the four members certainly bring a humorous (laughs) touch to the podcast chemistry is good and the discussions are phenomenal i'm digging the new three a week podcast format guys keep up the awesome work oh yeah and micah this five star is for you so please let me live (laughs) mr gravy you sir are bringing the humor to the itunes reviews love it love it So, just as Mr. Gravy did, uh, you should also give us a five star review on iTunes. Uh, We do appreciate it. It it helps us spread the word and spread the love about Game of Owns. But if for some reason uh, you decide not to give us a five star review, this week you will be tasked with besting the Bravosi Sirio Pharrell with a wooden sword. And we know from the passage uh, that we just read or explored or reviewed. I'm running out of words at this point. It's late in the week. And Enough I verbs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's no easy task. So
1: I don't know. This is like the scene in Indiana Jones where the guy comes at him with a sword and he just shoots him. <laughs> There'll be a link to that clip in the show notes.
2: <laughs> well, I said you have to best Cereal Pharrell with... With a wooden sword. I didn't say what his weapon of choice was going to be. It's going to be a rubber, rubber ding rubber dong. dong. <laughs> <laughs> Courtesy yeah, the, of Hodor. Uh, Hodor's yeah. Hodor's lent his out for the he's episode. He's just going to let him borrow a prop is what he's going to do. <laughs> oh, it's really tough. I mean, after, after Christian said that a couple of weeks ago, it's just it's impossible to top something like that. Yeah, we're, 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 we're
0: working here, people. We're trying. It's Friday. Give us a break. We're all ready to go to happy hour at this point. Yeah, or nappy hour, if you're like me. Game <laughs> <laughs> <Everyone's laughs> everyone. It's a podcast. I'm Zach, Louie. I'm Mike, it's Anna. And I'm
2: Eric Skull. And I'm Samuel Will Tarly. Oh, <laughs> boys. See you guys next week.
1: Guns are better than swords. Will <laughs> Sam see us next week? Find Maybe. out.
2: I hope so.
0: Hey,
1: Sam, you want to go to the candy store with me?
2: <laughs> yeah. Can I lick your lollipop? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Hey, Sam, does John ever cover himself in flour up there at the wall? Hey, Sam, would you like to go north of the wall with me?
2: Is that a euphemism?
0: Well, you know how much I love Canada.
2: Yeah, that's true. Prostitution is legal there also.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you've convinced me, Sam. Let's go to Canada. Eric, would you oh like to come along boy. with us? Uh, yeah, sure. Oh, there's only room for two in this sled, so Sammy got to set on my lap.
2: Oh, boy, Santa. Bye, guys. Bye, Eric. I'll see you later tonight.